This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Time to head off to the Helderberg to connect with Alma Pollard. Alma, good morning. How we missed you last week. There was an Alma-shaped gap in our Wednesday. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I'm happy to be on my perch again. Yes, it's good to have you back. We hope you're feeling right as rain. So um, I've had somebody here on the st- in the station send us messages and say, when you get to speak to a representative of the city, please ask them what's being done about the sewerage because, and then they would list some areas where things are not working well. And of course, for most of us, that's not an area that we even know about. I'm like, oh, I didn't know there was an issue there. And it would seem that we have a sewerage concern. Can you tell us more? (laughs) Major sewerage concern. And we've known about this for a long time, but I'm very happy about this report that came out. Not that it's a great report, but it means that finally we know what's going on. Mm. So this is the Green Block 22 National Report. Okay. Which means they um, went and audited, uh, how many is it now? Um, 850 sewage works across the country. So all the major areas and some smaller areas and so on, all the ones they could get to. Um, And the results are just really, really bad. Less than 3% um, passed um, the green drop status. So the green drop status means, um, obviously, excellence in sewage works. It's mm-hmm. an international standard. This is where they check the effluent after treatment just before it is pumped into the rivers, the, the estuaries, or the ocean. Oh, no. So <laughs> this is really bad, bad, bad news. Um, the interesting thing is the first time that they've done this audit in nine years because the previous audit, 2013, was so bad that they decided to drop the audit. This was the management at the time. We do have a brand new Minister of Water and Sanitation, Minister Senzo Mchunu, and he, together with the President, decided that this um, audit audit must happen, which is, for me, a a, a bright bright light in in this very dark story. Because now at least people are prepared to face what is the actual situation, and you know when there's a problem... Mm. 50% 50% of it is actually just putting it out there, put it on the table and see what exactly extent of the problem. And then one can get to work to, to, to resolve the problem. So we are, of course, again, in the, in the, in the fantastic situation that 12 of the ones that passed mm. the green drop um, was in the Western Cape, 7 in Hateng, and 3 in KZN. So we, we lead the way again. Mm, that's good. Um, but apart from the 3% that, that passed the green top, they, they also gave percentages to the rest. And um, 39% are critical, 24% are poor, 22% are average, and 11% are good. That all. So that is really, really bad news. Yes. So just Cape Town, and then they gave percentages to them, and Cape Town got 88%. Guruleni, 86, Itikweni, 76, Joburg, 73, Pretoria, 60, um, East London, 61, Mandela Bay, 58, 
and Bloemfontein, 33%. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, we, we, had a represent, yes. we had somebody from Bloemfontein on the program on Tuesday morning, and he brought this up in Christian perspective on the news, the state of the Mangoing municipality and what they're trying to do there. And you oh. can see this uh, highlighted here with only 33% of a score. So there from a sewage perspective, yes. it's a stinky business down in Bloemfontein. So even the minister said that he's shocked. Uh, I'm sure the president is shocked. And then we've got this um, Alta, um, their, world, their, their water um, um, manager, is, uh, Dr. Adams, said, well, they are grateful that this was published. Of course, that's, that's a great first step. Mm. And that um, certain steps need to happen. Um, we will talk about the causes and, and their solutions Shortly, but um, she also said that um, municipal managers need to be arrested. Goodness, um, and they need to be. Then they need to go to court. They need to. There need to be cases made mm. against them because this is polluting our very rare water resource. This is affecting people's health, environmental health, and this is putting our future in jeopardy. So people need to be accountable for this. Um, Alma, just taking us back to the beginning of the story, you mentioned pumped into waterways in the sea. We try not to believe that this is the case, but are they taking the sewerage and the sewerage works are cleaning it up until it reaches a point where it's acceptable to pump into our waterways? Is that what's generally happening for people who are saying, what happens to all of our sewerage anyway? Yes, that's what happens to it. So, I mean, you know, of course, where else would that go? Mm. And in the meantime, of course, you know, seepage goes through to the groundwater table as well. And so, you know, we always say there's no way on the planet. So, yes, of course, it has to go back to the rivers. And then you must understand that some of these um, municipalities also did spend a lot of money, actually, to try and remedy the situation. In the meantime, they took the sewage uh, works offline. So sewage was going straight to the rivers. And then some, at some places, they were for payments, so this became a prolonged period of time mm. of untreated sewage going into the rivers. And, of course, we know that the farmers irrigate our food from the rivers. Eh? Yeah, when you put it like that, Elmer, what can we do, or is this just something that needs to be sorted out by people in higher places? Well, I think we need to talk about the causes and the solutions. Yes. Um, and then, of course, we... It is incredibly important, and the minister even said civil society will have to be far more involved mm. in ensuring that we totally upgrade the standards of the sewage works and keep them there and keep monitoring this. I think every person must know what is happening at your local sewage works. Imagine if every person in every area of the country is up to date on this, is addressing the local councillor on, on the situation, is getting constant results about it and putting pressure and writing about it and talking about it and popping things into social media. Mm. I mean, we can all place pressure of a sort. And I think this is the, this is the good news, is that it's in the public domain now. It's no longer a secret and behind the scenes. Yeah. We can now take co-responsibility with the situation and ensure that things are improved. So I think it's important also before one does that, that you also understand how things went wrong. Mm. So there are many things that happened. Um, one of the big things is that there were no specialist engineers in the far-off places. And, and you can imagine cities have, have more specialist engineers around. 
then the the population is growing all the time and and because of all the development which we think is a good thing mm. it also means there's more sewage all the time and the capacity of these sewage works just can't cope so you can understand that mm. the, the the equipment cannot handle more and more 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 sewage coming through then there's equipment and processes that don't work especially with the sanitation of things um, there's a, a shortage of monitoring of the flow of the standards of what goes out, because, of course, part of the system is that things should be tested before it goes out into the rivers. So you understand mm. these are overwhelmed systems, systems and dysfunctional systems. And so also very much to do with staff, um, unqualified people. They are now saying from now on only registered and qualified engineers will be appointed. And also, the older, more experienced people will have to mentor the new, the younger people, and keep mentorship programs on online, pre, uh, and keep keep um, uh, training going constantly. So you can imagine it, it's a whole complete um, overall of the whole system. There's some people who say this should be declared a national disaster, mm. and then we have to add to that also. Um, Theft and vandalism, um, electrical cables are being being stolen, and some of the equipment, you know, everything that's metal gets, gets lifted nowadays, yeah. as I say. So we have to, it's a, it's a storm, and it, it's a perfect storm. And so there are exact solutions that could be applied, for example, anti-vandalism strategies, and obviously training, supervision, control, um, proper stuff, staff appointments, um, and then, yeah, mentoring programs and so on. But I think the main thing is that civil society also needs to be involved. It's for you and I also to know what's going on, to monitor the the one where your effluent goes, and to make sure that at least in your area, things are clean. You know, we always talk about thinking globally, acting locally, and this is part of our responsibility as You'll find this story, which is linked from Daily Maverick, but it's on The Green Times' Facebook page. You go and check it out. Uh, Search on Facebook for The Green Times, and you'll find this story there and uh, others as well. Um, That's all we've got time for this morning. I really wanted to touch on very briefly, but we're plumb out of time. Maybe something we can pick up next week a little bit. I'm not sure if you'll write about it, but what's happening in KZN when you see that amount of rain and that amount of devastation, we can't help but think, what have we done? This is climate change for sure, Elmo. Oh, no. Terrible consequences. Let's talk about that next week. We'd like that. Alma Paula, thanks for your time. Have a beautiful green day. Bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.